Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome back to the History AI Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck, joined as always by the man with the history plan, Marco. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Chuck, today we're diving into a fascinating and often overlooked chapter of American history, the Battle of Corpus Christi. That's right, Marco. Now this battle, which took place during the Civil War, has some incredible stories. Before we dive in, remember to rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. A five-star review helps us reach more history buffs like you. Absolutely. Marco, let's dive into what led to this crucial battle. We're talking about a time when the Civil War is intensifying, right? Absolutely, Chuck. By mid-1862, the Civil War was in full throttle. The Union, under President Lincoln, had developed the Anaconda Plan, aiming to constrict the Confederacy's resources and trade routes. And that's where Corpus Christi comes into play. Exactly. Corpus Christi was a strategic port on the Gulf of Mexico. It became a focal point in the Union's strategy to blockade southern ports, which were vital for the Confederacy's trade, particularly in cotton. But it wasn't just about the blockade, was it? Right. There was also a psychological aspect. The Union wanted to demonstrate its naval strength and ability to penetrate deep into Confederate territory. For the Confederacy, retaining control of Texas ports like Corpus Christi was crucial for morale and continued resistance. So, we have the Union aiming to strangle the Confederacy's trade and showcase its power, while the South is fighting to keep its vital lifelines open. Precisely. This strategic tug-of-war set the stage for the Battle of Corpus Christi. It was more than just a physical confrontation, it was a clash over control, trade, and morale. A perfect storm leading to a battle that would prove significant in the broader context of the Civil War. Indeed, Chuck. And as we'll see, the events of this battle had lasting implications on both sides' approach to the war. Marco, let's zoom in on the key figures in this battle. Who were the main players on both sides? Great idea, Chuck. On the Union side, the man in charge was Lieutenant John W. Kittredge. Not just your average naval officer, Kittredge was known for his tenacity and strategic thinking. He had a reputation for being fearless and was a veteran of naval warfare. A formidable figure for the Union. What about on the Confederate side? Leading the Confederate forces was Colonel John S. Rip Ford. A fascinating character, Ford was not only a military man but also a journalist and a Texas Ranger. He was well-respected, known for his leadership skills, and had a deep understanding of Texas terrain, which he used to his advantage. Sounds like a real Texas legend. But these weren't the only important figures, right? Right. We also had other key players like Captain Henry Eagle, commanding the USS Arthur, playing a crucial role in the naval assault. On the Confederate side, there were men like Lieutenant Colonel William N. Mann, leading a cavalry unit known for his daring and resilience. So, we're talking about a mix of seasoned naval commanders and land tacticians. A real chess game of military minds. Exactly, Chuck. These leaders were not just fighting a battle, they were embodying the strategic and ideological conflicts of the Civil War itself. A clash of titans in a way, each bringing their unique strengths to the forefront of this battle. Absolutely. These individuals and their leadership styles played a crucial role in how the Battle of Corpus Christi unfolded and its eventual outcome. Marco, let's delve into the objectives of both sides and the resistance they faced. 
starting with the Union, what was their main goal? The Union's primary objective, Chuck, was to enforce the blockade effectively and seize control of Corpus Christi. This wasn't just about cutting off a single port, it was about tightening the noose around the Confederacy's ability to trade, especially for vital supplies and cotton exports. A strategic move in the larger scheme of the Anaconda Plan. And the Confederates? The Confederates, under Colonel Ford, had a clear mission, defend Corpus Christi at all costs. This was crucial not just for maintaining their trade routes, but also for psychological reasons. Losing Corpus Christi would be a significant blow to Southern morale and their perceived control over Texas. But this wasn't an easy task for the Union, was it? Far from it, Chuck. The Confederates were well prepared and determined. They knew the local terrain better than the Union forces, which gave them a significant tactical advantage. The Union also underestimated the resistance they would face. The Confederates had fortified positions, and their guerrilla warfare tactics were a thorn in the side of the Union forces. So, we're talking about a fierce clash of objectives. The Union aiming to choke off the Confederacy's resources, and the Confederates fighting tooth and nail to prevent this. Exactly. And it's this intense determination on both sides that really defined the nature of the battle. It wasn't just a confrontation of armies, it was a clash of wills, strategies, and survival instincts. A real testament to the complexities of Civil War battles. Both sides had so much at stake, and it wasn't just about the immediate tactical gains, but also about the long-term implications. That's right, Chuck. The Battle of Corpus Christi encapsulated the broader struggle of the Civil War, with each side fighting not just for territory, but for their very way of life. So Marco, let's dive into the timeline of the Battle of Corpus Christi. Can you walk us through the key events? Of course, Chuck. The battle spanned several days, from August 12th to August 18th, 1862. Let's break it down day by day. The battle began with Union naval forces, led by Lieutenant Kittredge, approaching Corpus Christi Bay. Initially, there were strategic maneuvers and positioning. The Union was testing the waters, quite literally, assessing Confederate defenses from August 12th to the 15th. A bit of a chess game to start with. This is where the action really starts. On August 16th, Kittredge ordered a bombardment of the city. Union gunboats, including the USS Arthur, opened fire, aiming to weaken Confederate defenses before a land assault. That must have been intense for the people in Corpus Christi. Definitely. The bombardment caused significant damage, but the Confederate forces, though shaken held their ground. The next day, Union forces attempted a land assault. They faced immediate resistance. Confederate troops, using their knowledge of the local terrain, launched a counterattack. This is where the Union's underestimation of the Confederate resistance really showed. Precisely. The Union forces found themselves in a tough spot, engaged in close combat with the determined Confederates. By August 18th, it was clear that the Union couldn't maintain its position. Kittredge decided to withdraw his forces, concluding the battle. While the Union didn't achieve its objective, the battle had significant implications for future engagements in the region. A real roller coaster of events over those days. Indeed. Each day brought its own challenges and shifts in momentum. The Battle of Corpus Christi is a prime example of how complex and unpredictable civil war battles could be. And it highlights the resilience and tactical ingenuity of both sides. Absolutely, Chuck. The battle, though not as famous as others, was a significant moment in the Civil War. 
showcasing the determination and bravery of the soldiers involved. Marco, every battle has its heroes. Who stood out during the Battle of Corpus Christi? Chuck, this battle showcased incredible bravery on both sides. Let's start with the Union. Lieutenant John W. Kittredge, despite the eventual withdrawal, was known for his bravery and strategic acumen. He led the naval bombardment and the subsequent land attack with determination. A true leader under fire. Exactly. Then there's Sergeant John H. Moore of the Confederate forces. He's particularly notable for his leadership during the Union's land assault. Moore led a small group of Confederates in a counterattack against superior Union forces, demonstrating not just courage but also tactical brilliance. Incredible bravery indeed. What about other notable figures? On the Union side, we had sailors and soldiers who showed immense bravery under fire. Men like Captain Henry Eagle of the USS Arthur, who played a key role in the naval engagement. Despite facing heavy Confederate fire, he and his crew kept their composure and continued the assault. And on the Confederate side? Apart from more, Colonel John S. Rip Ford himself was a hero of this battle. His leadership, strategic planning, and deep knowledge of the local terrain were instrumental in the Confederate resistance. He rallied his men and orchestrated the defense in a way that significantly hampered the Union's plans. These figures really embody the spirit and the tenacity of the soldiers in the Civil War. They do chuck. And it's important to remember that there were unsung heroes too. Countless soldiers on both sides, whose names we may never know, fought with courage and determination. Their collective heroism shaped the outcome of the battle. A true testament to the bravery of those who fight in the shadows of history. Absolutely, Chuck. The heroes of the Battle of Corpus Christi, both known and unknown, played a crucial role in this pivotal moment of the Civil War. Marco, let's talk tactics. What strategies and maneuvers define the Battle of Corpus Christi? The battle tactics employed were a mix of traditional and improvisational methods, Chuck. The Union, with Lieutenant Kittredge at the helm, initially relied on naval power. They utilized their gunboats to bombard Confederate positions, a classic tactic in naval warfare aimed at softening enemy defenses before a land assault. So, a one-two punch from the sea to the land? Precisely. The idea was to use the naval bombardment to disorient and weaken the Confederate forces, making it easier for the Union troops to land and take control. But that didn't go as planned, right? Exactly. The Confederates, under Colonel Ford, anticipated this. They had prepared their defenses well, utilizing the natural terrain for cover and setting up strategic positions that were difficult for the Union ships to target effectively. What about the Confederate tactics? The Confederates excelled in guerrilla-style warfare. They used their intimate knowledge of the local area to launch surprise attacks and ambushes. This approach was particularly effective during the Union's land assault where Confederate forces were able to quickly mobilize and counterattack, often catching Union soldiers off guard. So, we have the Union using their naval strength and the Confederates countering with guerrilla tactics. Exactly, Chuck. The Union's reliance on conventional warfare met with the Confederates' unconventional, agile warfare tactics. This clash of styles made for a complex and unpredictable battle. It sounds like adaptation and quick thinking were key for both sides. Absolutely. Both the Union and Confederate commanders had to constantly adapt their strategies to the evolving situation. The battle was as much a mental game as it was a physical confrontation. A real chess match with lives and a strategic port at stake. Indeed Chuck. 
the Battle of Corpus Christi was a microcosm of the larger civil war, showcasing the diverse range of tactics used by both sides. Marco, let's put the Battle of Corpus Christi into the larger context of the Civil War. What was its significance in the grand scheme? The Battle of Corpus Christi, though not as widely known as Gettysburg or Antietam, played a significant role in the broader strategy of the Civil War. It was a part of the Union's Anaconda Plan, which aimed to squeeze the life out of the Confederacy by blockading their ports and cutting off their supply lines. So, it was a strategic point in the Union's blockade. Exactly. By attempting to control Corpus Christi, the Union sought to tighten its grip on the Gulf of Mexico, a critical avenue for the Confederacy's trade and supply lines, especially with foreign nations like Britain and France. And for the Confederacy? For the Confederacy, the battle represented a desperate struggle to keep their trade routes open. Texas was a vital source of supplies, particularly cattle and cotton, which were crucial for the southern economy and war effort. Losing Corpus Christi would have been a significant economic and psychological blow. So, this battle was about more than just territory. Much more, Chuck. It was about controlling resources, impacting morale, and influencing international perceptions. The Confederacy needed to demonstrate its ability to fend off Union assaults to maintain foreign support and internal confidence. How did this battle influence future military engagements? The Battle of Corpus Christi, with its mix of naval and land engagements provided key insights into the strengths and weaknesses of both sides. It influenced future Union strategies in the Gulf and highlighted the importance of combined arms operations. For the Confederacy, it underscored the effectiveness of their guerrilla tactics and the need for strong defensive positions. A pivotal moment in the Civil War, shaping tactics and strategies for both sides. Indeed, Chuck. The Battle of Corpus Christi, in its own way, contributed to the evolving nature of the Civil War influencing future battles and campaigns in the region and beyond. Marco, war inevitably brings casualties. What was the toll of the Battle of Corpus Christi? The battle, while not the bloodiest of the Civil War, had its share of sorrow chuck. Union forces suffered a number of casualties, including deaths and injuries, as well as the capture of Lieutenant Kittredge and several of his men. This was a significant blow to the Union Navy, both in terms of manpower and morale. In the Confederate side? The Confederates also endured losses, though exact figures are hard to determine. They suffered deaths and injuries, but perhaps more significantly, they withstood the psychological and material impact of the Union's naval bombardment and land assault. So, both sides felt the weight of this battle? Absolutely. In terms of aftermath, the Battle of Corpus Christi had several repercussions. For the Union, the failure to capture the city was a setback. It highlighted the challenges of coastal warfare and the need for more coordinated land and naval strategies. And for the Confederacy? The successful defense of Corpus Christi bolstered Confederate morale, particularly in Texas. It demonstrated their ability to repel Union attacks and maintain control over their territory, at least for the time being. What about the broader impact? The battle underscored the strategic importance of Texas in the Civil War and the difficulty of enforcing the Union blockade in certain areas. It also highlighted the tenacity of Confederate resistance, influencing Union strategies in later campaigns in the Western theater. So, while it wasn't the largest battle, its impact was felt far beyond Corpus Christi. Exactly, Chuck. The Battle of Corpus Christi, in its aftermath, contributed to the evolving tactics and strategies on both sides, shaping future engagements in the Civil War. Before we sign off, 
We've got some exciting news for our listeners, right, Marco? That's right, Chuck. For all our dedicated fans out there, we've launched official The History AI podcast merchandise. T-shirts, mugs, you name it. That's amazing. So, where can our listeners find this cool stuff? Just check the link in our show notes. You'll find all our merchandise there. It's a great way to support the podcast and show off your love for history. I'm definitely getting one of those mugs. Now, a quick shout out to our listeners, your support, your emails, your messages, they all mean the world to us. Absolutely. And don't forget, you can always suggest topics for future episodes on our social media pages. We love hearing your ideas. And remember, rating and sharing our podcast helps us reach more history enthusiasts like you. A five-star review really makes a difference. Thanks again for joining us on the History AI Podcast. Until next time, keep exploring the past and making history. See you in the next episode, folks. And don't forget to check out that merchandise. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The Starting Line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.